ready. Get ready. Get ready. For the steakhouse. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history. With Stig Shapiro. I was voted Andy Spring third place to out of the year. Sandra Golden. Because I walk in there and I'm like, I have a rock. And this is it. Rusty Menzel. That's a mama loves you game. That's <laughs> Only people watching that is your mom. And Drew Butler. When I grow up, I want to be Mike Bell. It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome. Friday morning. Listen, I love being on remote. But when I'm in remote, I, you just can't do that. Yeah, you can't scream. You can't scream. <laughs> I get looks. People get uncomfortable. Um, it was one of the questions I was going to ask Laura Rutledge on buy or sell, but I took it out. I'll ask you, buy or sell, better show on remote or better show in studio? Remote. What would you prefer? Remote always. You know I love to be around the peoples. Yeah. And Okay, but I'm talking about the show. So, like, I'm yeah, glad that's you Yeah, that's what I said. Remote. I like to be around the peoples. I think <laughs> I it's think more fun show. for me. All right. I think Day Day and Bo love it when we're out. <laughs> mm. I definitely say better show in studio. I like being out, yeah. but having our team in front of us, especially when we don't have that glare today in the sun. We have a setup in the studio where the sun comes up 9 to 11. I can't even see Day Day, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, and in some, I've had people in the past, not at this radio station, where that would have been a, a, a huge win to not be able to see them. <laughs> Um, but yeah, not the case with Day Day, but now that it's cloudy, I get to see everybody, no glare into the studio, we got a big show planned, we got Drew Butler, we got Wes Durham, we got Laura Rutledge, we got a Friday, just all kinds of stuff happening, we had a big night at Solomon Brothers last night. Yes, thanks everybody who came out and shopped and holiday and drank, Tara, great bartender, heavy pour. Yeah, our uh, our favorite girlfriend showed up always. Yeah. She's uh, so sweet. Tanya and Wanda were there for their birthday, my friend Kelly, your wife, I mean, there was... Jenny Buckley. I Jenny. mean, there was so many people. And her husband. Kevin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. Uh, it was a great Lots of shopping. Great night. And then you went to Bistro Nico. For a little supper. Yeah. To celebrate the twins' birthday. That And y'all, I it is so spot. beautiful in there right Somebody now. Somebody just asked me about a good festive That's Christmas perfect. restaurant. I said, Buckhead Life restaurants don't mess around. And you know? it's go with your family. You can take pictures during the day even because I asked no, the server. I go, are you? Go and have a beautiful – because it's really pretty decorated. So is the Select in Sandy Springs. If you just want to hop over and not waste time with Santa. I, what did you order for dinner? French onion soup. It's the best French onion soup I've ever eaten. There's a major problem I have with the French onion soup. Okay, there. what is it? And then we'll get to – it's so big and so good and so, like, hearty. Right. You can't eat anything You're else. You're right. And I So, like, I don't know what – like, I – I, I like getting cups of soup. When mm-hmm. places don't give you a, a cup option, right. just bowls, yeah. that thing is massive. I ordered a side Caesar, and that was hilarious because I was I know, like, that's, that's a cute I, salad sitting there because I, I am not even touching that's it. That's the great. I love onion soup more than anything. So do I. Oh, like, that one's. Let me give you a hug. Yeah. Wow. You have, <laughs> it's an awesome way to start the day. All right, let's do our nine and nine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top nine at nine. 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 On the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Championship weekend, SEC, Alabama and Georgia on tap. Kickoff at four o'clock tomorrow at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. The line is now five and a half. Dogs are favored five and a half. The latest. Yeah, line has been going down. I got them at five at another service that I'm looking at. So... I don't know. I, I thought it wasn't going to go below six, given how well Georgia has played over the last six weeks or so. 
And given the fact they've won 29 games in a row. And given the fact they've had three undefeated seasons. I think um, I also thought Alabama didn't play very well against Auburn. But they've never lost in uh, the Dome or Mercedes-Benz. And uh, I think people look think about that. They think about Georgia being a heavy favorite years ago. Well, not that long ago. Two years ago in the SEC title game before Georgia won the national title. And I think uh, you and I talked about it. I think people look at Nick Saban getting five or six points, and they say, I'll take it. Rutro, it's I'll so true. It. Speaking of Saban, at 940, we're going to play you some of this fantastic sound. He was on Pat McAfee yesterday. And I said it yesterday. I have never heard him gush, and State kind of poo-pooed it. State heard the whole thing this but, morning. No, no, hold, hold on. You, you said he was gushing at his press conference. Yeah. And all I said, he didn't say the premier program in college football. He said something nice, but... This was next level, this not like really the press good. conference. Mm, right. This is really in depth about how he feels about Kirby Smart, because everybody tries to create the antagonism and contentiousness that I don't know. Three, four years ago, they kind of were alluding to it. Like once you hear this, um, you're gonna it, like it. Georgia fans, just stick around for this. That's really good stuff. He elevates his game on the Pat McAfee show. He absolutely yeah. elevates it. So I know everybody wants to take shots, and I heard a whole thing about game day is not the same anymore, and Pat McAfee's ruined it, and yada, yada, yada. Pat McAfee's interviews with Saban are awesome. I agree. I agree. SEC title game will remain at Mercedes-Benz Stadium through 2031. Why is that a big announcement? Because there were whispers that since Nashville's getting in the big stadium game, it might start rotating. So um, now 20... 20- Texas in the SEC. All, all of it. Jerry's That's World, right. who rolled in yeah. and got the semifinals, it looks like, for FIFA, and we lost it. There's a notion that Jerry would try to get the same thing. Exactly. And uh, it's good to see loyalty. Just like in business, guys are clients or partners for a long time. You know you do. You don't screw them over. And the SEC in Atlanta are locked. 100%. Locked through 2031. Uh, Braves single game Tickets go on sale this morning at 10 a.m. Why is that important? Because those sell out in about 10 minutes. So seriously, get your mind right. 10 a.m. Braves.com. Also, there is a video circulating of when Ronald Acuna Jr. got hit in his hand and his wrist and his fingers. He left the game last night in Venezuela. That's all I know. So if anybody else can find an update on that. I would imagine that Alex Anthopoulos is over summer ball for Ronald Acuna. Right. Sorry. Summer ball. Yeah, summer. Sorry. Winter winter fall. Winters in Venezuela. And I didn't, we didn't party last night. I'm just, that was just a dumb thing to say. Yeah, winter ball, I think he's probably over. Right. I I agree with you. Hawks win. Beat the Spurs last night, 137-135. Trey Young with 45 points. Are you penalizing them, making them the fourth story because you're just, they don't play any defense? I'm so mad at the Hawks. They don't play any defense. Last night they were down most of it. This had a tournament problem. that was supposed to be so great and motivate the or players are not it. even in it. It just yeah. irritates me. They're, now they got to play the Bucks on Saturday night. That in was Milwaukee. a three and fourteen team that, without Trey Young having one of the greatest nights of his career, forty five and fourteen. Without that, he also took an offensive foul late. Um, without that, they would have lost to San Antonio. I was listening to Holman as we were driving back from uh, Solomon mm-hmm. Brothers, and uh, he did. They were seven and nine from three. Day Day, did you see that? Yeah. Uh, yes. Seven of nine yes. from three. Right yes. out of the gate. Out the gate. And we're just like, oh, it's going to be one of those nights, huh? Sweet. Like, clearly, 
defense was not in their mind. They did get the win. Cowboys beat the Seahawks 41-35. That line was nine. Tremendous uh, game. Yeah. Tremendous uh, Zach, game. Zach, wow. 29 of 41, 299, three touchdowns, no interceptions. So. No, another big fantasy night for him, right, uh, Bo? Looked pretty good. Another great one. 27 points. We'll yeah. take it. He's been on like a seven, eight game run of fantasy. That's been we'll strong. talk Falcons, Jets, uh, Sunday, one o'clock. Uh, Westerham's coming up next. And I want to mention Tiger Woods yesterday at the Hero Challenge shot, uh, shot a three over 75. He's eight off the lead. Brian Harmon, uh, George Bulldog, Brian Harmon, Tony Finau are tied for the lead. Uh, Tiger will tee off today at 11 o'clock. And y'all, if you're heading to the Fan Fest, Darius Rucker is performing tomorrow at noon, did you say? Yeah, inside? tonight Travis Scott That's is right. in town. Mm-hmm. State he, Farm he's Arena. at State Farm Arena. So a bunch of kids are going to be at that show. I bet, right? yeah. And then, baby uh, Sophie heading to Travis Scott. Baby, baby Sophie's God, living the life. the life she leads. You want to come back as baby Sophie, I promise you that. So true. He's in town. And then, oh, yeah, daddy got her tickets. I know, it's ridiculous. It's, these, these kids today. She's got SEC tickets. And Darius Rucker, speaking of which, noon tomorrow it is building B mm-hmm. is the show, and uh, he'll be performing. Free y'all that whole SEC fan fest. All, all free. the game day stuff. Yeah. All the live shots, all that stuff. Forget about it. Everything's inside. inside. Yeah. Everything's going to be. It starts one o'clock today. You can get in. It's open one to nine today. So there you go. All right, that's nine and nine. Great job, Miss Sandy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Well, bravo. Happy I say bravo. Woo-hoo. When we come back, Stakey does not have a good feeling about New York. I'll ask Wes Durham. I'll share with him. You know, I'll kind of, uh, I'll tell him, you know, why I'm having a hard time. We'll explain. We come back. Wes Durham, voice of the Falcons on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This is Falcons Friday. Falcons Friday on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game is brought to you by Jim Ellis Key of Kennesaw, where you can expect the best. Night 24. And now south to the land of the pines. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. I am an enormous fan of Darius Rucker and an enormous fan of Pink. People would be surprised. Like, if you look at my, you know they do the year in, like, uh, Spotify? They're both way up there. Um, I got a song I play in the morning um, called This by Darius Rucker. That kind of gets me my mind right, gratitude-wise. Nice. He tells a story. It's kind of about he wrote it about his wife and his kid, and like my kids know, I play that on the way when I'm dropping them for carpool. Huge Darius Rucker guy. He's playing tomorrow at SEC, so he played it uh, out in Alpharetta recently. Yeah, he did. And I, I should have gone mm-hmm. to the show. I just don't want to mention something that <laughs> turnabout is fair play. Do you guys remember uh, earlier in the week? I was super excited. Tulane has a chance to be in a New Year's uh, Six bowl game. For the second year in a row. I, that's like Georgia State going to the Sugar Bowl and the Rose Bowl back-to-back right. years. I thought it was huge, and I was like, yeah, um, looks like it could be in the Sugar Bowl against Missouri. And I was like, next thing you know, I look over at Sandra, this is all you hear. <laughs> like, literally. Dead air, right? And I was like, what's your problem? You're like, you're like what did you say about the game? That's <laughs> what a matchup, Missouri and Tulane. Why? Right. And mean, then I, I just went I on was to su- see. It was super rude, right? I know. Sorry. And you're like, all of what you say? Wow. 
Uh, tens take, of tens ten, will be there in the state. Well, you know that's not true. But, I mean, it was rude. But, I, but likewise, we just had a moment of uncomfortableness in the studio because Sandra is like, would you just get updated, J.P. Peterson? So there's a rumor out there that Tate is not taking snaps during practice. Tate uh, Ronemaker, that's the quarterback, and he for had Florida a concussion. State, so Louisville. that uh, Brock, his backup, was taken a lot. So I'm texting with J.P. Peterson, who is, you know, FSU so big time has a show, and then he texted me back, and I said, do you want to have J.P. on quickly to talk about this? And Steak <laughs> said, not really. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything. I just wanted to be nice. I was like, hold on a second. The backup quarterback for FSU in the ACC game in Charlotte. And We're going to interview J.P. Peterson about so it. That's super disrespectful. And I'm like, yeah, I think all of Atlanta is like dying to get updated on that. Just saying. Anyway, so no, I mean, like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe if we had a six-hour show, we could dive into the third quarterback in <laughs> well, Florida State. Well, by all means, let's break down Tulane in Missouri. Well, I mean, gonna, that we should lead with uh, that let's, Monday. Let's just say <laughs> if Tulane wins that game, only one of the two of our programs uh-huh. will be playing in a New Year's Six game two years in a row. That's really two good. Two years yeah. in a row. Okay. Joining us, Wes Durham, who, listen, I think he's respectful of both programs. That's what's great about Wes, right? As, as a guy that, by the way, had a great ACC slate this year. Turned out pretty good. I'll say. Is that the best schedule you've had doing ACC football? Because you were in the middle of, like, a lot of huge games this year. Yeah, a lot of crazy stuff. Uh, coaches forgetting to take knees and stuff like that. Um, yeah, probably. I would say so. I mean, when you have 12 games that Tim and I had, and we had, you know, we had eight one-possession or overtime games. So, yeah, one score, one-possession games. So, yeah, that was that was pretty good. That's, I get- in TV, you know, Steak, that's all you're looking for is a really good game. game, game right. 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 Yeah, and listen, I, I, Sandra and I joke, and obviously, you know, Tulane is a big deal to me because I was there, but Florida State's a much bigger deal to folks. And that actually is a story. Have you heard what she just said about the status of uh, Tate, Tate Rodemaker? Rodemaker? What's the matter with Tate Rodemaker? They said he wasn't taking snaps during the week, concussed, um, and that Brock wow. was getting most of the snaps. Now, I'm telling you, I've reached out to three people that I trust, real journalists. Journalists? And journalists. No, nobody can give it a thumbs up, and that's what's happening. But JP so, had the story, right? JP is right. I said, are you going with it on the air? And he said, no, I'm trying to get confirmation. Oh, okay. So everybody, Who is this going with the story? JP Peterson. JP Peterson down in Tampa. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, I know JP. I remember right. him. Okay. Um, <laughs> I would, uh, why, why are you laughing? What, I remember no, I JP know, I know, yes, he was here. He replaced... A very famous morning show years ago. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah, he he did. Him and Algie yeah. Crump, him and Algie Crumpler replaced these. Algernon two. Darius Crumpler, who <laughs> yes, I'm going to see tonight here in Charlotte. He's the North Carolina football legend tonight. Oh, that's awesome. so nice. The ACC honors. Yeah. So, um, look, I, I think Rodemaker plays. Reality is this: we're down to, d- despite all the quote analysts that are talking about this stuff, the reality of it is we're down to Florida State has to win. Bottom line. Right. I mean, all the other substantive stuff around it, you know, Paul Feinbaum saying he will shut down college athletics if the SEC is shut out, all this other ridiculousness. The reality of it is this. If the four teams at the front of this right now win, they're going to the playoff. It's that simple. The chaos will start when people lose. I don't care who loses. It doesn't matter. There'll be chaos. Uh, is there a path for two SEC teams? Sure there is. Is there a path for no SEC teams? I don't think it's likely, but it's there. Okay, so let's go to that. that Let's go to that. Let's go to that. Okay. Alabama wins the game 31-21. 
Georgia right. has a game like they did two years ago when Stetson struggled, and we just don't play well. So Alabama wins. So uh, Florida State wins. Texas wins. What What's the scenario? Is Texas Well, first getting... of all, let's talk about the zeros. Let's not talk about teams that have a loss. Okay, the, zero, yeah. the zeros are who's... Washington, no, Georgia, They're going to lose to Oregon. Florida State. Oregon's going to lose. Florida State's undefeated. They're in, correct? Mm-hmm. Michigan. Okay, I think four. so. Yeah. Michigan's I in. Michigan, if the four zeros win, the committee's job has never been easier. Right, right. If there's upheaval and somebody loses, then things start to develop. Texas is one loss in that committee room no matter when it happened. It's like Florida State beating LSU, which is conveniently being forgotten by a lot of people, okay? Florida's, and it's funny because I just heard one of the analysts say this morning on TV, well, you know, Florida State, but Alabama lost to Texas in September on the 9th of September, and they've recovered. Well, did LSU recover, too, from losing to Florida State by three touchdowns on you know, Labor Day night? Yeah, it was a beatdown, 45-24. Right. And so, but, see, it's sometimes, and, and SEC fans don't want to hear this, sometimes the rhetoric against that conference nationally state from beyond the footprint yeah. is because that the rhetoric is made convenient at times. Yeah, I, th- I, think, so what I'm, yeah, I think that it's, I think the SEC is very likely out if Alabama wins that game. because I, I don't know that. Was Texas, is Texas going ahead of Alabama if Alabama yes. beats undefeated Georgia? I, I think – well, no, I don't know that because the committee has to sort out how they value I know, Alabama and Georgia. That's what I'm saying. And how, how does it happen? The, is it a one-point game? I just is it gave a it to you. Three-touchdown it's, it's game. A touch, it's, a, it's a 31-21 game. But they say, oh, I've got Texas and I've got Alabama. But they actually played. And actually, Texas won at Tuscaloosa, which next, right. which is maybe the best win of the year, other than Michigan, Ohio State, or Georgia, Alabama. Is that the best win right. of the year on the road? So I don't know no what question. you do, but that's where the SEC's out. Yeah, right. and that's why the SEC. Well, potentially, but I don't think Georgia. I think it's highly unlikely if they lose, Georgia goes from one to five. I just don't sense uh, so that. So that means Oregon's it, out. Oregon beats Washington. Correct. They're out. That's correct. They got one loss. They, Georgia's well, got one loss. Yeah. They're one loss that's team. Fair. And again, I, I'll say this again. If you got a zero, it's hard to keep you out. Well, we know, yeah, I agree with that. And and for Florida State, say not one of the top five. I mean, listen, Florida State played their schedule. They went undefeated. They won their conference. I don't know how you keep them out. Right, let's go to the Falcons. I'm nervous about this game. It's not a game it we it's not a game we have won in the last five years. Forget about under Arthur Smith. We haven't won a game like this where you know, it's, it, you got to play on the road, and you're playing a rugged defense, and fans right. are thinking we're going to stack wins. It's just right. a dangerous game all the way around. It is, and they're very good on defense. And the thing about it is you can have all the quarterbacks you know you want. You can have Tim Boyle, Harry Doyle. It doesn't matter who quarterbacks the Jets. You've still got a really good defense, and they've got an impressive front. The encouraging thing for Atlanta to me is when the chips went to the table last week, Atlanta ran the ball efficiently and effectively against New Orleans. And I think that is something you can hang your hat on. Ritter made some plays, no question. Bijan, Drake all made plays. I thought the defense was opportunistic again. Uh, you were able to keep the turnover margin balanced. I'd like to win it. But, it, uh, yeah, it's, but it, the reality of it is I think you did the thing you had to do to win the game, it, and that's the goal we get on Sunday. It's the best that the offensive line has played. They were on fire. Yeah. I mean – no answer on that final drive. That's the way to beat the Jets, not to be throwing it around or getting Desmond in trouble. You just right. they're not gonna score a bunch of points with, with Tim Doyle. I mean they're not. But but again, 
That's why running the football, and I loved every one of them. I loved Tyler. I heard you talk about Cordero Patterson. That 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 the sky shot of Cordero running so people sick. over was yeah. awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. and, of course, Bijan. But, I mean, if they play like that up front, I think we'll be in good shape. Yeah, you're right. I agree, too. And I think that it's an important game because it's the next game now. And here's the thing. Yeah, division game the following week, much more critical in the bigger picture. But at the same time, I really like where Atlanta is in terms of a confidence builder from last week. Oh, my God. Do we not, so listen, they, they were playing the Dolphins, you know, mano a mano until the ridiculous end right. of the half. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. so. Yeah, it, it, exactly. I'm, I'm frankly surprised we're a three-point favorite, given our road history. It's but, two this morning. Yeah. Mm. All right, Wes. Oh, it's going down. You yeah. know why? Because J.P. Peterson said it's going down. <laughs> That's right. Hey, by the way, how was last night? Was it awesome to be at Solomon Brothers again? Yes, yeah. And by the way. <laughs> oh, we sold a lot of diamonds, Sandra. <laughs> All right, Wes. That's Have a great right. call. Thanks, Thank you. Wes. All right, guys. Be well. Take care. He likes doing his steak. He's a good steaky. No, um, I like it. When we come back. I've heard a lot of uh, Nick Saban talking about Kirby over the last five years. I've never heard him talk like this. Georgia fans, stick around. I promise you on a gloomy day, you'll have a big smile on your face. Saban on Kirby. Coming up. 9 o'clock, I'll brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One-day treatment, life-changing results. AdvancedHair.com. 9.44. On a Friday morning in the great city of Atlanta, the fastest two hours in radio we call ourselves. Well, that is not going to be the case tomorrow. It's the fastest three hours in radio tomorrow. We are live at the uh, Inspire uh, Hotel, the Hard Rock Hotel right there. Reverb. I'm sorry. Why did it say Inspire? I don't know. That's some motivational uh, conference happening here. I guess I've been bombarded with on Instagram. I apologize. Um, so uh, I am going to be inspired at Reverb tomorrow. Rusty, Drew, Sandy, and Stakey. And we just decided we made a we made a uh, management decision here mm-hmm. that we're going to try to do our show. So Day Day, take note of this. Rusty rocks. We're going to have a version. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do buy or sell for Sandy, Drew, and Rusty, an SEC version. Sandy's going to do belly up. Mm-hmm. We're going to do our show. Drew will have to come up with. Somebody told me our friend Jenny last night was like, Drew needs his own segment. He needs like Drew, Drew, uh, I don't know, something. Come up with some alliteration that, that is fun. Drew Drew drops or or drops of Jupiter or something. I don't know. But something with Drew Butler. He'll have his picks tomorrow. He does a great job. He's, he's leaving early, 1.30 or so. Mm-hmm. But we're going to do our show tomorrow. And it's going to be uh, live at Reverb and uh, everything, hopefully, that you love about listening to us over the last 16 months. We'll be bringing to you tomorrow. It's going to be awful weather. I think it's going to be jam-packed at this spot. Me too. Um, and uh, Rusty it, just tweeted uh, pictures of inside the place where we're going to be. It's beautiful, and it's dry, and there's TVs everywhere, and it's just going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and I think it's great that Rusty, Drew, and Sandy are going to buy you a beer if they see you at the bar. Um, and, I mean, that's a super nice gesture as well. So <laughs> we're just nice. Come, come see <laughs> us tomorrow. I'm excited to do SEC pregame. Because uh, we don't work weekends too often. And you're going to the game. I am the whole go- I'm family. going to the game. So the whole great. fam. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sophie's coming, bringing a friend from Georgia, my wife and myself. Bobby's not going. Nola's got a dance thing going on. But So we are very blessed and grateful. That's how I'm feeling on a Friday to have an action-packed weekend like we have. 
Uh, Falcons game, perfect Sunday, 1 o'clock. I'm sure there's a lot of folks that uh, will be going out after the Georgia game because there's an 8 o'clock Big Ten championship game and some other games going on, right? Uh, the ACC championship. ACC right thanks, after. Thanks for remembering. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight in Vegas. Oh, my God. Pac-12, right? Oregon, he, Washington. He, here's what's scaring Woo. me. Here's what's scaring me. Um, I watched Oregon and Washington. They blew that game. Dan Lanning had that moment where they went for it, I think, on fourth down. He had three moments where he went for it on fourth down. So um, everybody loves Oregon, right? That line is 10. I know. I mean, think how, think about the action. It's not moving. I mean, everybody thinks Oregon's a blowout city. If you look at their – they're winning by average of 25 points their last, like, five weeks or so. So I don't know. i got to go into the bunker and really think about that. Go into the Andy bunker. Yeah, <laughs> He's so excited. Yeah, so I got to think about where that what we're going to do with that game. We'll talk to Drew Butler about that game and others coming up. Also, Laura Rutledge uh, of NFL Live, of SEC Nation, of Sideline Reporting, does a fabulous job. She will play buy or sell. I've geared the entire segment around Laura Rutledge's history. Nice. First time we've ever had her, right? Yes, yes. I think she's awesome. So that's coming up as well. It's time to tailgate. No, we tailgate. Take a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse. Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We'll update you on some injuries with Georgia and Alabama, and then you're going to hear from Nick Saban. I'll begin with Alabama, who Sports Illustrated um, beat reporter for Alabama, Bama Central is saying that running back Jace McClellan is out. Wow. Is out. He led Bama with carries and yards. That's a big deal. He's the, guy, he's the only one that's running with it, but it also said he wasn't practicing again. Foot injury. Re-injured it against Auburn. So if you listen to Kirby yesterday, Brock, Lad, Tate, Rara. What's the latest? He goes, well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out too. So is he playing possum, or does he really not know who's going to go? You have to go – by watching Kirby over the last six, seven years. He doesn't really play that game. He's not really afraid to kind of just like, you know, unlike that maniac Bill Belichick in New England or Saban at times are like, okay, here's the deal. Right. Like, I'm not, I don't need to fake he you out. He was adamant about the narrative that was that Kirby held them out against Tech. He said that absolutely was not the case. He did say Monday that Brock was the closest to going. Of all the kids, but again, it's going to be a game time decision. Brock Bowers is going to go. Lad McConkey, I don't think he's going to go. I think he needs the this off. Got Tech off. That'll be almost seven weeks mm-hmm. by the time they get to the semifinals, assuming we can win. And and he should be in good shape to show everybody in the world what he's capable of in the semifinal game. Um, I don't love Tate Ratchet. I think Brock Bowers the best chance to go in that group. I agree with you. Every Thursday, Nick Saban joins Pat McAfee, and he's on for a good 15 minutes or so, and they talk about everything from food to lake life to, of course, Alabama football, things in the NFL. If you've got a chance today to go sit and watch it, just you know, type in YouTube, Pat McAfee, Nick Saban. That segment is thoroughly entertaining. He does a great job, Pat McAfee, developing a rapport with so Coach good. Saban. And uh, Steak and I listened to this this morning, and we literally got so – Yes, God bless you. You Pardon got emotional. Got you got emotional. It's, I got a little Let's, limp. Yeah. Uh, not, so I just want you to hear a lot of it. The question was posed, your relationship with Kirby. And when I tell you Nick Saban just waxed poetic, here's the first. No, it's great. Uh, I think, you know, I'm, I'm not one. <laughs> I don't think that 
you know, we do a lot of talking during the season. I don't spend much time on the phone during the season. I don't think he does either uh, besides recruiting. And um, but I think there's a tremendous admiration and respect. I mean, Kirby worked with us for what, 10, 11 years um, and, you know, came up through the ranks as a really good assistant coach to becoming a coordinator uh, to get a head coaching job. And in each one of those venues of his responsibility, he did an outstanding job. Outstanding job. I yes. think the kid from McAfee really doesn't understand when he started laughing. Yeah. He, he thought, goes, no, he's no. Like, he's out, he goes, it's outstanding or whatever. Like, yeah. No, no, it no. actually is, right? You know, you have a guy with you for that long. You know, your wife's in the hospital with his wife when he, she's having kids. I mean, so it's, it's a long-term relationship that I, when you got to play against each other, he's a great competitor. I respect that. Um, and we have a tremendous admiration and respect for each other. And, you know, I truly like Kirby because I, I really appreciate all that he did to help our program be successful for so many years and certainly respect what he's been able to accomplish as a head coach of Georgia. Do we have another cut? Or yeah, we, okay, because so, he's mentioned this several times, the streak. The yeah, streak. yeah, so we're going to talk about that in a second. So I, I think people need to understand, he's talking about his wife being in the hospital. You're not doing that with every assistant coach when Mary Beth is, uh-huh. is having babies. That's right. mm-hmm. uh, Kirby Smart was a decade of his life alongside Nick Saban. I don't know what people try to create, but it's false narratives that they don't have a very deep respect and relationship. Yeah. I mean, winning 29 games in a row, I mean, that is unbelievable. I mean, really. I mean, we won 19 games in a row twice here, and that was really, really hard to keep your players sort of doing the things they need to do. Don't allow any complacency and all those things to creep into their preparation and how they go about their work. And he's done a phenomenal job. There's nobody on planet Earth that um, is more impressed with that streak than Nick Saban, right? 100%. He, he completely understands, like we don't understand. Right. And what did he just say? He's not just, he's not talking about to keep the players dialed in for that yeah. long. Like yeah. he's like, we did 19 twice. This guy's got 29. Like he's not just throwing, you know, the, the oh, you know, Central Arkansas is a really good team in midweek. I'm going to throw accolades. So true. I'm going to do it in Georgia. No, he's like, you, if he was a broadcast, if he was a uh, uh, talking head, He'd be losing. He's like, he'd be telling you, you don't, you cannot believe right. how impressive that 20, uh, 29 is. I could not agree more. A couple could- of news and notes. Georgia Tech's um, Buster Faulkner, candidate for at Middle Tennessee State. He's interviewing for that job. And you guys, Yellow Jackets, Pack McCamish tomorrow. Duke is rolling in there. 215 tip. Um, Duke take coming- that momentum from beating Mississippi State yep. and uh, get a rocking in Yeah, there. the kids are back from Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You need to fill out, sell out. Duke has just owned Georgia Tech forever. Uh, John Shire's coming off a loss to Musselman in Arkansas, uh, Arkansas mm-hmm. in the SEC-ACC Challenge. Tech's coming off that big win over Mississippi State. So great stuff, Sandy, always. Hope you appreciated that. Uh, when we come back, uh, I put up a post last night. I thought it was innocent. I was at Solomon Brothers. Sandra brought her friends there. I posted something. I didn't ask permission. The reaction has been ridiculous. I'll explain what happened. It's men, men never cease to amaze me. <laughs> or you, right? Or me, right, uh, right. We'll play that for you coming up. Drew Butler with his pick, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.